dum 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 ba dum 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 ba dum 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 yup sports are dumb dum 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 welcome to sports are dumb the show that just wants people to be smart and learn from their mistakes i'm joey I'm distracted, and I'm also Sean, but I'm distracted right now. <laughs> Distrack, Sean. No, that's yeah. a that's a rap album to come in, perhaps in fall of 2023, if the Texas Rangers blow a lead. So, Sean, to give a peek behind the curtain, this is actually two separate curtains that we're peeking behind. We recently, I, let's say one of them are blinds and one of them are curtains. So, a peek behind the blinds. As we're recording this, it's game two of the American League Championship Series between the host Houston Astros and the, I, I guess I should say, and your Texas Rangers. Ah, yeah, my Texas Rangers playing against one of the franchises that I hate the most out of all sports franchises. It's, it's, it's close between, I think number one is the San Antonio Spurs, <laughs> number two, Definitely the Houston Astros, the lame Astros, the disastros, the Lastros, the uh, cheating Astros. The kiss my Astros. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, But uh, I don't have the game on, but I had the scoreboard up. And currently, bottom of the ninth, Rangers up by one, and there's two outs. And so we got to get this last out in our bullpen suspect during the season, but they've been okay during the uh, playoffs. So, well, the Rangers haven't lost a game in the playoffs yet. Fingers crossed. And so if I you while we're setting up the episode, if you hear a hysterical cry, that's because uh the Rangers gave up this lead. <laughs> they were winning what, four nothing they were winning four to nothing at one point. I am curious the difference in sound between a hysterical cry and a jubilant cry. That I'm sure we'll hear one of maybe them. Maybe we'll, one of those is going to Maybe happen, we'll even so. get lucky enough to get both. They'll give up a tying run and then take the lead in the Top of the oh, tent, and we'll enjoy maybe. it all. See, Sean, you just got to be like me, a, a Cubs fan. Have your team blow it during the regular season, and then they don't even make the playoffs. <laughs> the Rangers tried their best. They did have they a did. pretty they poor really end did. to the regular season, but they did just they enough to make it, and now you're antsy and yeah. marvelous. So that's the peak behind the blinds. The peak behind the curtain is that we don't always record episodes live or write as they're happening, right? As things are going on in the sports world. Sometimes we, we like to look back and sometimes there's so many crazy things going. Yeah. And this is not a podcast where we're spending six hours breaking every little minutia down. We don't need to go over how James Harden trashes Daryl Morey uh, <laughs> in every specific word and, and breaking everything down like that. But as much as we like to try to be a forward thinking and an innovative and a looking ahead type of podcast sometimes you gotta go back to learn from your mistakes and oh sean's raising his hand that must mean good news flies out the center and game is over rangers up 2-0 in the series by a 5-4 victory all right not distracted anymore now that sean's pants are a little tighter we can continue (laughs) with the episode as i was alluding to (laughs) before before the Rangers rudely interrupted, before, Cast- <laughs> before Castellanos flew out. Oh, man, Castellanos, that guy, he's having a postseason. Oh, he's having a great time. And also, every <laughs> quote 
he, oh man, uh, uh, I'm I'm getting caught off now. We gotta we gotta give a quick, <laughs> just a quick bless you to to Nick Castellanos, who every post game interview has just been like a, a huge smartass, and I love it. Like they're they're yeah. very. They asked like, oh, like you should be you and Philadelphia are like perfect. And he's like, yeah, I fuck with Philly like on live, <laughs> live television. Someone also just recited a list of things at him like you're the first player to do this. And he was just like, is there a question in there? What's the question? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. He's great. He's, have you seen his? Uh, he was asked who's his favorite superhero. And he said, Scooby Doo. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they asked like, well, why is that your favorite superhero? And he's like. Well, first off, it's a dog that can talk and just sat there like silently, like, yeah, like, come on now. Like, he's quite the character. Oh, I love it. I love it. So that's what's not dumb. That's, okay. that's why we like sports. That's a not dumb thing of sports. But the dumb thing that we're looking back on happened a couple of weeks uh, ago to our alma mater, the Miami uh, Hurricanes football team sean in case somehow someone listening missed this because i feel like even non-sports fans of mine were were checking in on my emotional well-being and i was at a wedding while this game was going on so i looked i was keeping an eye on the score saw miami was winning as i got in the lift i got back to the hotel we're staying at suddenly they have lost the game despite (laughs) having the ball with under a minute to go and the other team having no timeouts How's this for irony? No. So <laughs> <laughs> it's even worse for me. So this is uh, this game occurred the first day, my travel day on vacation. Uh, last week, I went to the Bahamas. Uh, it's a annual family vacation I take with my parents and sister. And we had a new addition this year. I, my sister's boyfriend was there as well. So that was cool, you know, sharing a room with them. I slept on the couch. Uh, anyways, so... We land in the Bahamas, Texas and Oklahoma. This is not our alma mater. This is my first alma mater. Texas loses to Oklahoma in heartbreaking fashion at the last second. I'm disappointed because Sark doesn't know how to manage a game. Anyways, the day goes on. It's vacation. Great timing. Miami plays Georgia Tech at night. Joey and I, we met at the University of Miami. And uh, as the uh, as the game's going on, Miami is up. Um, not big, but, you know, kind of comfortable. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy my vacation and not finish watching this game. It's, I have drinks to drink. I have a uh, casino to go bet money in uh, for the next day's NFL games. Like, I uh, have things to do on vacation. Finish the night, go to sleep, wake up that night, the next morning, see that Miami lost. It's like, what? Miami lost? How did that happen? So I turn on the YouTube and the game highlights, and I see Miami had the ball with uh, 30 seconds left and Georgia Tech, no timeouts. Mario Cristobal, the uh, University of Miami head football coach, he's one of those uh, macho guys that refuses to kneel the ball. So they're running it. They're not even running the play clock down. They're just running running plays and running the ball, um, trying to ice the game instead of just kneeling the ball and the game will be over. They run a play, uh, and there's a fumble. It, the, the ball was wet all night. What is he thinking? And so uh, there's a fumble. Georgia Tech recovers. They still have to go half the length of the field to score a touchdown. They do that in two plays. Score the game <laughs> with a touchdown with, like, a couple seconds left. 
and Miami has to uh, run like try like a lateral play, a la Duke, uh, Miami Duke from years ago. Doesn't work because um, it those things rarely happen, and it just the the entire internet was blowing up at the Miami uh, coaching staff. Like, why aren't y'all kneeling the ball? Kneeling the ball is the easiest thing you can. It's so dumb not to kneel the ball in that position, even though. If you look back at the replay, the runner was down. He was down. The AC, the referee screwed that up. They they uh, called it a fumble on the field, and so it had to stand because they didn't have a great angle at the replay uh, back then. He was obviously down. It was obviously, like, ripped out um, after he was already on the ground. Regardless, it should have never been in that situation because if you just kneel the ball and uh, run the clock out, you're undefeated at the time. But no, we play football. We don't kneel the ball. This is Madden, I guess. I don't know. I, I never, I did kneel in Madden because I was smart. Why would I um, not kneel? Get the win. What are you doing? And like, at least the coach in the post-game press, he owned up to him. Yeah, it was dumb not to kneel the ball. But still, that didn't save him from any uh, people calling him. for it. It's one of the worst ways he's ever, have they, has he not seen Herm Edwards against, uh, uh, running that, running a touchdown back on the New York Giants way back when because they didn't kneel. Like, come on. That's why people kneel now. He's the reason. And just think you're uh, a big shot and don't have to anymore. It's just so dumb. And it's so disappointing. And it was first day of vacation, great start. <laughs> a couple notes to add on to that. But you mentioned how Mario Cristobal said they should have kneeled. Took him two days to do that. After the game, they asked about it, and he basically threw his running back, who had the best game of his career, Don Chaney Jr., best game of his college career, should have been celebrating that. Instead, is weeping and inconsolable on the bench because his coach is an idiot. And then in the post-game press conference, he says something like, yeah, I got to keep two hands on the ball. It's like, no, don't put him in a position for that to even be a thing. And also they're wearing these hideous black jerseys that you can't <laughs> see anything with. And that's why the fumble wasn't overturned. It's all kinds of nonsense. And I mentioned this at the beginning, Sean. This is the show. We just want people to learn from your mistakes. I remember a client telling me once, he's like, I don't care if we make mistakes. I just don't want to make them multiple times. And I'm like, that's very understandable. Like you don't know something's a mistake the first time you do it like you learn you're like oh that was stupid i shouldn't do that again mario cristobal had this same thing happen while he was a coach at oregon five years ago same type of thing didn't kneel it <laughs> ran the ball they fumbled it they ended up losing that was in the justin herbert days who's now a very successful nfl quarterback making millions of dollars playing against your dallas cowboys tonight a few moments as well we will not have uh. Live Sean outbursts for that. We will be done good before. <laughs> yeah, good. good for all of us, really, but <laughs> especially you. But it's just like, how do you do that multiple times? Is is what is most perplexing to me. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! And so it's yeah. It's I don't know the center. That was the center, right? Who was uh, crying? I don't know his name, but he was like on the sideline, just like saying, "What the f are we doing?" He wasn't saying f. But it was just like, what the F are we doing? Oh, what everyone. And- yeah. <laughs> oh, Several man. Miami players were saying. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on, man. 
Just go with conventional wisdom, man. You're not the smartest guy in the room. Just do what everybody else does in, in those situations, and you'll get the dub. Like, man, come on. Nail the ball. <laughs> and they, all the players and coaches were saying how, like, this isn't going to derail our season. This isn't going to – we'll bounce back from this. No. No. You won't bounce back from it, and you haven't as they get obliterated the next week by North Carolina, which could have been a fun little, like, hey, two undefeated teams playing. And we, I think we touched on uh, – uh, this game reminded me of a previous Sports Are Dumb episode about the NCAA rules. Uh, just in general, really, the NCAA rule book is full of pretty stupid things, but the transfer window – Oh man, we did talk about this. Ted Walker. So we did a we did a episode about how the NCAA wasn't allowing him to play because uh, of some transfer waiver that got instituted after uh, he already transferred to Carolina. Regardless, NCAA was getting a bunch of bad PR, so they were like, you know what, we'll let him play now after weeks of after a couple weeks of saying he can't play. So his second game, I think, or was it his first game? It was, it was his second, second game, game, but the, apparently yeah. the first week they found out like a day or two before he was playing. So, so yeah. they kind of just threw him in like a couple of packages. So it was his first full week of preparation. First and he looked <laughs> like he was very ramped up and was like, oh, I haven't played for a month. Let's make up for that very quickly. He was so... Fr- so much faster, bigger than everybody. It was just fresher legs. It was just like, he destroyed Miami, man. It was, that was a rough watch. And then he's throwing the U down. I was like, what's the obsession now with throwing the other team's hand sign? That's dumb. You know what's dumb? <laughs> throwing the other team's hand sign upside down. You're not good enough. You're so envious of our hand sign that you're going to hate on ours and not do your own damn hand sign. Like, and I go to two schools where we have popular hand signs. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's spreading out. It's not just Texas and Miami. I saw people doing the uh, the fight on fight on upside down uh, Notre Dame fans. It was like, okay, man, like I guess because you don't have any hand sign for yourself, you're just gonna do the other team. Y'all are so cool. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I don't know if this is a sign of I need to strengthen my wrist, but doing any of these down <laughs> really hurts. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not, not a natural move. I guess the hookums probably the easiest to do horns down, but. Even that feels yeah. a little, it's a little, uh, I guess, like spiking a volleyball motion. But like the U down, it like both your wrists are just <laughs> broken. Uh, my arms pop. You yeah. Hear, my it's... arms pop. <laughs> 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 throw signs down. It's not worth it just to throw shade at oh, other people. But I guess, I guess that's why we like sports. We, I, I'm always blown we, away by the like people. No, I mean, I don't know. But I'm just always blown away by it. The people who seem to take more joy out of, and <laughs> you could be one of them, out of their uh, opponents losing, like their their rivals like the losing. Astros, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, like the Astros. <laughs> no, that, I think the Astros is the uh, the only team who's uh, I get more joy out of losing, just because uh, out of my all my fans, the Rangers are kind of the lowest, and so I just. Ha- I didn't even hate the Astros. I lo- I I used to like the Astros. I, my first baseball game ever was an Astros game. But whenever, ever since they got over to the AL, they used to be an NL Central team. But ever since they moved over to the American League, man, I hate these dudes. Man. <laughs> They've I, become I, a I, thorn in Sean's side. Sean, I think I've mentioned yeah. this on the podcast, how I have a goal of visiting every Major League Baseball stadium. I will say the Astros 
probably the best experience because we got tickets at a suite because we're standing in line to buy regular tickets and a man came up and said do you want tickets and we were like "Mm, not sure and then he had a luxury suite box and invited us in and still the only time i've had ribs at a baseball game and messy all kinds of it doesn't matter you're in the suite sean you get your own private sink every seat has its own sink that's not true but that would be a nice touch i think i'll give that a shot ribs at it a- <laughs> there was a college football game once i think it was a guy he had a rib a single rib at a game and he was heating it up with a lighter and everybody thought he had a blunt but it was actually a rib it was like that's worse than a blunt at the game <laughs> you're, you're sitting there heating up a rib with a lighter it was like oh man like how how sir sir what are you you're doing too much my friend was it like a frozen rib or like a a previously eaten rib that he was like reheating, like a leftover or something from dinner. I don't think it was from. I think he got the snuck the rib in his pocket with, with, with some foil or something, and just one of those rib and was just heating it up. It was room temperature. He wanted to <laughs> smoke grilled. Or, I don't know what you call it when you use a lighter to heat up your food. Just truly. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta find that picture again. Oh man, it's it's quite the hoot. <laughs> yes, we'll add that to the show notes because I would like to see that. <laughs> so I am very exciting, or I guess I'm excited. I'm exciting too. Why not? And Sean, as we always do, we've talked about football, we've talked about baseball. So let's do a sports cliche about basketball, and I think this is kind of topical because I saw the initial top 25 poll for the college basketball season oh college basketball has come out kansas number one despite potentially having several violations they uh, they have yeah, gotten off pretty scot-free slap on the wrist like a, all right a gentle big old fbi it's really yeah. more of a horns down on the wrist it's not even a full slap it's two fingers on the wrist and <laughs> and a and a broken joint as i just tried to do it again so we will stop with the hand gestures and just go into <laughs> a sports cliche that you'll often hear early on in November, December, even October, as these initial things of a team will be dancing in March. Oh, which, you, as we've learned, preseason rankings don't always matter. And I mean, if Kansas doesn't make the NCAA tournament, it will be a big shock. But like, yeah, we don't need to declare it this early. Let's let the season unfold. You never know. It could be a UNC situation. You make the championship, have virtually the exact same team coming back, and don't even make the madness. Teams will be dancing in March. 68 teams. Is it still like 68, or did they add more teams? I mean, it might change to 196 <laughs> before the season is over, but could you imagine that if they change the qualifications midseason? <laughs> <laughs> Enough it's schools like- are complaining, hey, let us in. When's the last time Kansas didn't dance in March? Like, come on, man. Like, what a take. Well, you don't have to look that up. It's fine because because uh, probably never. They've always been dancing. They've danced every March in their entire existence. It looks like the last time they didn't go was 1988-89 because they were ineligible. No. Oh, see? <laughs> see? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now that they're eligible this year, they'll be dancing in March. <laughs> I guess 2020, technically, too, because there was no March okay, Madness. Yeah. 
I sent you the link for the rib guy, but as I'm looking at Twitter, apparently there was a pregame fight between the Chargers and the uh, Cowboys before tonight's game. So you know what else is dumb? Pregame fights. <laughs> I love a last minute dumb addition to the show. <sighs> well, Sean, hopefully by the end of the night, you are still feeling jubilant and excited as you were at the beginning of this episode. And if not, I hope you don't pick a postgame fight with anyone oh yeah because i mean there's not really even that many chargers fans i feel like that you would would be able (laughs) to interact with (laughs) that's true i love it go bolts anyway eating ribs and enjoying yourself (laughs) not dumb (laughs) pregame fights not taking a knee and just just please stop making dumb mistakes because they are dumb as you know the the adjective describes the mistakes are dumb so just like sports this is, this is how the ending I normally goes yes <laughs> dumb <laughs>